0: All right. Welcome to the underground. A place to hear the word of God before you go six
1: feet underground. A place to get into the word of God so the word of God can get into you. This is where repentance starts. And who am I? I'm just a voice of one calling out saying, Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. The underground. In Matthew chapter 3, in verse 1, in verse 2, it says, In those days, John the Baptist came in the wilderness and began preaching. His message was, repent of your sins and turn to God, for the kingdom of heaven is near. In Matthew chapter 4 and verse 17, from that time Jesus began to preach, saying, "Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand." In Luke chapter 5 and verse 32, it says, "I have not come to call the righteous, but sinners to repentance." And Luke chapter 15 and verse 10, In the same way, I tell you, there is joy before the angels of God over one sinner who repents. In Acts 2 and verse 38, it says, and Peter said unto them, repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins. In Romans chapter 2 and verse 4, it says, do you ignore the fact that the purpose of God's kindness is meant to lead you to repentance? In Revelations chapter three and verse three, it says, remember then what you receive and heard and keep it and repent. If you will not wake up, I will come like a thief and you will not know what hour I will come against you. I say all that to say I'm not preaching nothing new. I'm just another voice saying repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. It's the underground. y'all. Welcome, welcome everybody. Y'all greet one another in the chat. Y'all greet everybody in the chat. When you come in, greet everybody. You know, don't come in here all bougie and stuck up. Y'all greet one another. Don't come up in here like you're walking up in the club or something. You greet somebody when you come in here. (laughs) I appreciate everybody coming out, man, and to tell everybody who's going to be listening to around the world, man. I appreciate y'all tuning in. Giving the underground a little piece of your time for today, you know. Another question I want to ask you before we do get started on the word, which tonight's message would be "Man of God, Man of God." But I want to ask you: Have you told God thank you today? Have you told God thank you today? Because Psalms 100 and verse 4 says, "Enter into His gates with thanksgiving and praise." Have you been thankful today? Have you given praise today? Have you given praise for just your life, for breathing, for being able to walk, for being able to talk, for being able to laugh, being able to smile? Some of y'all, y'all got all your teeth. Have you thanked him for having all your teeth? Have you thanked him for that? Nice clothes, nice meal, kids are healthy. You got a beautiful husband. Maybe you may got a beautiful wife. You got beautiful kids. Have you told him? Thank you, God, today. We have to uh, begin to enter into his gates. We got to begin to enter into the presence of God, just thanking him for all that he has done and all that he is doing in our life. Sometimes we got to just wait for the request. But let's just thank him for a little bit, you know. And sometimes we may forget, you know, is a life sometimes just gives us, you know, trials and tribulations and stress. So it's our minds sometimes can forget to thank him, but the underground is here to remind you, thank him. Give praise to what is due. Thank him for the many blessings that he's, yes, the heart of gratitude. Just thank him for it. Thank him for it. Some of us went to jobs today. Thank him for your job. Some of us had a car to ride into the job. Thank him for the car. We had gas. Thank him for the gas. Just thank him. You just got to find something to thank him about. You know what I mean? All right. Also, if you're just coming in, you will see in the chat session at the beginning of the chat, you will see all the scriptures that we're going to go over today. We're going to go over tonight and it will be posted in the chat so you can go over it uh, later on in a week and study them for yourself and see what God wants to speak to you about those scriptures. Or you can pass them along and give them to somebody, but you can always go over the, uh, the scriptures for the day. It's going to be a lot of scriptures, but hey, we're in the master's class of Bible study. You know, and uh, I just want to ask, too, man, if you do know anybody who loves to hear the word of God and who loves to go over scriptures, please share this podcast with people. Please share this podcast, The Underground. And when they ask you, who is that? Just tell them he ain't nobody. That's just a voice. He don't have no name. He don't have no face. He's just a voice. Let's go fade away. You know, so, hey, so please do that for me. And I would greatly appreciate it. Giving none of the God to his son, Jesus Christ, and most important to my beautiful wife who holds me down. In Proverbs 18 and 22, it says, a man who finds a wife, he finds a good thing, and that is my good thing. So I thank you, God, for giving me a very good thing. Shout out to my wife. All right, man. So we go get started on this topic. Uh, I was wondering was i uh go do all of it today and i figured you know i'm not gonna do that because there's so many scriptures to go over when we talk about the man of god so we're gonna be able to do this is gonna be a two-part series so we're gonna do a little bit today and then we're gonna do a little bit lord willing next week next week so uh welcome to the underground place to hear the word of God before you go six feet underground if you're coming in go on and speak to somebody in the chat I appreciate you for coming out tonight to the underground but yeah we go do a two-part series so all right but this topic uh about the man of God has been stirring in my spirit for quite a while now you know and it started about three years ago with a message a message that God gave me called black man repent It started there. And I mean, he was so heavy on my heart about calling out the black man to repent. Me being a black man myself, he was telling me, I need you to call him out. It's time for the black man to repent. And I mean, I I was up late at night, up early in the morning in the word of God, just looking at this message of repentance. And that's what it started at, man. And then God has taken me on this journey, basically showing me through his word and different experience in my life and different miracles in my life. Uh, what's the role of a man? What's the role of a man? M-A-N. That role right there, when he first created a human being, he created a man. And he had a purpose for him. He had a role for him. And God began to speak to me about those things. And so also why so many things you you, sometimes you just wonder why so many things in our society is trying to destroy this powerful, holy, set apart, masculine, God, divine role of the man. That is a God divine role. And there's so many forces in our society these days. There's so many forces in our schools these days. There's so many forces in our White House these days and churches these days that's trying to destroy this holy set apart role of the man. Of the man. And we're going to go in scripture today to see why is that happening? Because God has called. The man to a higher calling. He's called the man to a higher calling. And every man that's going to be listening to this tonight, this has nothing to do with my own opinions and thoughts. Everything that you're going to hear tonight is not coming from the thoughts of a man, or my own opinions. In Isaiah 55 and verse 8, it says, My thoughts are not your thoughts. So when we come to the word of God, these are not the thoughts of a man his ways are not our ways these are not the ways of a man these are the ways of a holy god and this is what he expects from a man okay it's not coming these things that we're going to talk about it's not coming from some alpha male youtube channel you know that's a very popular uh, place to go to hear about the man these days what is this is not coming from there those some of those thoughts have been perverted by man see when the scripture is not coming out of man's mouth it can be cause for the uh, perversion the scripture is holy it's set apart it is breathed on by the breath of god so we got to be careful where we are hearing what's the role of a man from let's make sure we lay the foundation with the word of god it's not coming from our modern-day relationship coaches, what we're going to hear tonight. It's not coming from that. It's not coming from the mind of relationship coaches. It's not coming from the thoughts of your favorite relationship coach. And they tell you what a man should be. It's not coming from that. It's not coming from a books, your bestseller books that's telling you what a man is or what a man think. It's not coming from that. No, it's not. And it's not coming from the mouth of a bitter woman. (laughs) No, it's not. The things that we're going to talk about, it's coming from the undisputed, everlasting, always standing, Jesus Christ, Brandon. It takes no loss and it always wins. It knocks out death and it punches out sin. It's the heavyweight champion of the world. It's the word of God. It has taken on all type of challenges and it has yet to lose. It is still standing. Every man, every genius that the world called the genius probably tried to stand up against this world. But it has faded. Every brilliant mind that tried to stand against this world has faded. Every philosopher, every deep thinker, every master to master degree person that tried to stand against this word has
0: lost every single time every single time. this word is still standing, y'all. this
1: word is still standing to this day, and guess what after I'm gone, it still goes stand that's why i'm just a voice i'm just honored to speak the word it's a privilege to speak the word it's a privilege to be able to market the word of god it's a privilege to have a mind and a heart to be able to market this word it's a privilege that he gave me a desire in my heart And it came out of my mouth and I said, yes, it is a privilege to say yes to the word of God. That's a real privilege in this lifetime. That's the real privilege. I know we hear a lot of things about uh, white privilege and this type of privilege, but I want you to know the real privilege in this life, the real privilege in this life It's to say yes to Jesus. You are very privileged. Don't let the world confuse you and get you thinking differently and get you uh, mad about certain things because you believe that you don't have certain privileges. I want you to know it is a privilege that you are able to hear, not with your physical, but with your spiritual ears, the word of God you are ma'am you are
0: sir very privileged tonight and so you should thank god for that you should thank god for that
1: all right so let me get this going y'all i'm getting my ipad together typing in my password So we're going to start off at Luke 24. I'm going to start off at Luke 24 because I'm going to ask the ladies tonight a question. And it starts off at Luke 24, and I'll start off at verse 1. Again, we're talking about the man of God tonight. Do me a favor. Take your uh, nutty professor fingers and type in the uh, chat if you can hear me good. Yeah, take your big Shirley finger from Martin and type in the chat and let me know if you can hear me good please yeah take your big shirley wings nipsey wings fingers and okay you can hear me good okay 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 yeah i remember big shirley from when we never seen it but we know she. (laughs) maybe i go there all right all right luke 24 (laughs) Uh, hey cole (laughs) hey cole Yeah, it's the underground. Y'all know I have a little fun with it, though. Yeah, you ready to see? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Big Shirley. You know, I, we never got to see her face. Maybe we can see her in heaven, right? Maybe she, we can see her in, in heaven. Okay, in Luke 24 and verses uh, 1, it says this, y'all. But very early on Sunday morning, you know, that's the preacher's uh, favorite uh, verses right there. Early Sunday morning, they get to screaming and howling when they see that verse right there. It says, the woman, she went to the tomb. She went to the tomb, taking the spices they had prepared. They found that the stone had been rolled away from the entrance. So they went in. But they didn't find the body of the Lord Jesus. As they stood there, they was puzzled they was puzzled, they were shocked and they said two men suddenly appeared to them clothed in dazzling robes, dazzling robes so we already know uh how we going to be stunting up in heaven, right? Dazzling robes, I like that right there dazzling see, God got style I don't know what y'all, are. I don't know what type of God y'all think y'all are serving, but he got style. He got swag. He is that. He is all of that. He's all that. Oh, he is all that. He is all that. Shout out to Nickelodeon. But that's God. That's who we're dealing with. So his angels just appeared in some dazzling robes. See, when you see things like that, you got to, that's the character of God speaking to you. You're getting a little bit of who God is when you see things like that in the scriptures, okay? So verse five, the woman was terrified and bowed with their faces to the ground. Then the man asked, why are you looking among the dead for someone who's alive? He isn't here. And to the women out there, that's the question I want to ask you before we go into this uh, message of the man of God. Why are you looking amongst the dead for a man of God? Why are you going to places that are dead looking for a man of God? Just like the angel said, I'm here to let you know it ain't going to be there. And I like it when in verse four, it says, as they stood there, puzzled." Because once you find out that that man that you received just anywhere or that man that you picked up just anywhere or that man that you just decided to settle down with that, you you know, probably didn't know too much about. Uh, at the end of this relationship or the end of this situation, you may be
0: standing there looking puzzled. Why? Because you're going to the grave looking for something that's not alive
1: you're going to the grave and i want you to know that's what you're gonna get a dead relationship you go to dead places to get that that is what you're gonna get that is what you're gonna get so again my question is why are you looking among
0: the the dead for someone who is alive Why are you there? Why are you searching there?
1: You don't see any life in it, so why are you still searching? Why are you still trying to find something? Why are you still trying to get
0: something from this graveyard that you call a relationship? Why? Okay. All right. Let's keep on moving and grooving, y'all.
1: So that was just a little... uh introduction i just wanted to ask y'all that question you know something you can really think about because it makes you look at yourself
0: you know it makes you look at yourself why are you still in that
1: i know he's sorry i know he trifling i know he's not responsible i know he need to get his stuff together and i know he i, I, I get that i get that i get that but the question i want to ask you Why are you still there if it's not
0: alive? Do you like hanging out amongst the dead? Do you like hanging out amongst the dead?
1: If you do, I I, I got an application for You can go uh, be a pallbearer if you want to do that. You can be a pallbearer. You can go be an undertaker if that's what you like doing. Why don't you get paid for it? if you like hanging out amongst dead things i would encourage you to get paid for it go do the dead people's makeup okay yeah go go pick out their clothes go 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 set the funeral arrangements together if you're going to be around the dead at least prosper around it you're not even prosper around being around the dead Start your funeral home business if that's what you like being around. The dead. This is for my guys, too. Let me go ahead. I'm, 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 we go bounce back and forth. This is a spiritual thing we're talking about. Okay? Why are you still there, my brother? Man of God, why are you still there amongst the dead? You claim you have something inside of you that's alive, that's vibrant, that's been raised from the dead. So why are you amongst the dead? Why are you sleeping with dead corpse? Oh, gosh. (laughs) Come on, Holy Spirit. Why are you sleeping with dead corpse?
0: That's kind of eerie if you think about it. That's kind of eerie if you think about it. See, take a look in the spiritual eye. You're, You're really sleeping
1: with something that's dead. You're sleeping with something that's not going to give anything back to you. And at the end of it, guess what? We stand there looking puzzled. Oh, my God, I can't believe. We look puzzled.
0: But what did you expect the dead to do? It's dead. But I'm here to speak to them dry bones tonight. Okay. Praise God. What does a man of God think and act like? What
1: does a man of God think and act like? What is his purpose? What is God requiring of a man of God? What what is he asking? This is why the scripture is so important to us it gives us the exact thing God is asking from the man. It is, it's really simple, but we have confused it. Why? Because our minds have been perverted. with maybe our own thinking, maybe with our own philosophies, or maybe with our own genie in a bottle. See, we, we we like to create the man this. I want this. Okay. I want, I want him to have this type of swag. I want him to have this type of hair. I don't, yeah, I want him to have some baby. I want him to have these type of muscles, okay, okay. And I want him to have, his shoe gang got to be right. I want him to have his shoe gang. And so we begin to uh, create this image of a man in our mind. And at the end of it, that's when we ask God, now God, can you bless me with that? (laughs) Ah, I'm here to say, you got to repent of that mindset. Yeah, you're going to have to repent of that mindset. Hey, welcome to the underground, a place to hear the word of God before you go six feet underground. You may be wondering, who is this talking? He ain't nobody. He's just the voice of one calling out saying, repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. We're talking about man of God tonight. We're talking about man of God tonight. And we're going to go to 1 Samuel 9 and 6. 1 Samuel 9 and 6. But Yeah. That's the question you want to ask yourself before we go into these verses. What what is a man of God supposed to be doing? Is he is, is a man of God somebody who uh, stand at the front of the uh, church and shake everybody's hands? Is a man of God somebody who prays over his food? Is a man of God somebody who been who quotes Psalms twenty three every time he's in trouble or every time he just says something about God he quotes Psalms twenty. The Lord is my shepherd. Is that a man of God? Oh. Go ahead, put that on uh, mute for me, please. Put that on mute for me, please. But yeah, is that a man of God? Is a man of God somebody who just, you know, who say God is good all the time and all the time God is good? He says that and you just like, ooh, I got to be good. here, a man of God. I like, here, a man of God. Is that a man of God? That's what we've been
0: taught. Is a man of God somebody who has deacon in front of his name? It's what we've been taught. But the scriptures, very clearly, see, God, is, he, he's not confused about anything. Right?
1: Clear in everything that he's doing. Clear. And see, a man, we got to start taking our values and our instructions. From something that's very clear. That's the first thing. Let, me let the Holy Spirit, God, a man of God is gonna be clear about everything that He's wanting and everything that He needs you to do. He's gonna be clear about that. That's not gonna be no confusion in what He's calling and what He's asking you to do. He's gonna be very clear. I wonder what he means. ask him. You don't have to wonder because a man of God will be very clear about it. What does he mean when he say, you don't have to text your girlfriend, you don't have to text your mama and you don't have to ask Google what they mean. You don't have to go to a relationship coach, you don't have to go to a therapist to ask, what do you think he mean? Go to that man of God, and I promise you, a man of God is going to be very clear about what he wants, about what his purpose is. Why? Because that's how
0: God is. And we was made in the image of God. All right.
1: I'm sorry. I said first, uh, Samuel 9 and 6. Can we go to Genesis chapter 1 to 27 first, y'all? You know, when I mess up like that, y'all tap me and say, take your time, Pastor. <laughs> you know, when I confuse myself, take say take your time, Pastor. That's good time. You okay? you know, sometimes I be feeling like I'm rushing because uh I know that that that, that game five I'm on tonight, I know some of my players over here, they like, man, God, I know I'm gonna try to get you a body. I ain't gonna try to be too long. I ain't gonna try to be too long. Uh, I'm searching it right now. Genesis chapter 1 and verse 27. One of one of the mighty miracles that happened. See, I, I really, you know, miracles, I love to see them today, but there's certain, certain miracles that I'm still eating on. There's certain miracles that every day I wake up, I say, ooh, that go a miracle. Let me tell you why. And Genesis chapter 1 and 20 says, it says, so God created man. So when I wake up, I say, "Uh uh-oh, miracle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't need to go to a prophet. I don't need to go to somebody who got healing or something. Every day I wake up, I see a miracle in the mirror. Because it said God created man. So every day I wake up, he's still creating. He's still working on me. He's still doing a miracle on me. See, that role right there. Do you see that role? He created a man. He He didn't say I created a basketball player. He didn't say I created a president. I was creating an actor. I was creating athletes. I was creating the sexiest man alive. I was creating a thug. I was creating a CEO. He said, no, 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 I'm creating a man. See, that role right there has been distinct. See, that role right there has been, I don't know, it's starting to be eliminated from our society. We starting to take that role for granted. But I want you to know God took that role very serious. He started off the gate and said, yeah, that's what I'm, I'm going to create a man. Yeah, how about when people ask you what you do for a living? My brother, how about people uh, when they ask you what you do for a living? Man of God, you just say, I'm, I'm a man. <laughs> Talk to his Holy Spirit. Yeah, I'm a man. Yeah, and, and if they don't like that, uh, keep it put. Because that role right there takes on so much responsibility. That role right there was created holy and divine, spiritually, always on time. We're talking about the man.
0: I want to get back to praising the man. How about it? That's what God did. He looked down, he seen creation. He said, Let me create something. Yeah. Let me
1: create something masculine. Let me create something that's go lead. Let me create something that's go accept responsibility. Let me create something with my first thing that I want to talk about is gonna be the truth. Come on. Come on. Yeah. Cause that's my first thing that I want to talk. If I can sum up one
0: word. What a man of God is striving to be, the truth. Mm. He's striving to be the truth. What that means in every area in his life, he is the truth. And I knew that that's a hard thing to do
1: because that's what the first man started hiding from. Me. I'm gonna I'm gonna go to Genesis
0: uh chapter 1. Mm. Let's see what we got. I'm gonna go to Genesis chapter 3. Genesis chapter 3. And I'm gonna start at verse 6. Genesis chapter 3 And I'm going to start at verse 6. Hey, welcome to the
1: underground, a place to hear the word of God before you go six feet underground. Who am I? I'm just a voice of one calling out, saying, repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. I appreciate you coming out to the underground tonight. We're talking about the man of God. We're in Genesis chapter 3, and we're going to start out at verse 6. We're talking about being in the truth. We're talking about being in the truth. It's our first little uh, sign of what a man of God is. And I'm talking about a man of God is the truth. Check this out. It says the woman was conceived. She saw that the tree was beautiful and its fruit looked delicious. I'm reading from the New Living Translations. I go back and forth to different translations because I just like to get a better understanding of what all is saying. And it says, and she wanted the wisdom it, it would give her. So she took some of the fruit and ate it. Then she gave some of her husband who was with her and he ate it too. At that moment, their eyes were open and they suddenly felt shame at their nakedness. So they sewed fig leaves together to cover themselves. In a different version, it says to hide themselves. See, we're already seeing he's hiding from truth. And then it said in verse eight, when the cool evening breeze was blowing the man. The man and his wife heard the Lord God walking about in the garden. So they hid. We already see him. He's hiding from truth. This is the first stage when you see a man of God starting to go down a dangerous path. He's starting hiding from truth. Again, it says, so they hid from the Lord God among the trees. Then the Lord God called to the man,
0: where are you?
1: Where are you? Guess what he was doing? He was hiding. He's hiding from going around people who's walking in the light. He's hiding from people who is inviting him to church. He's hiding from people who is sending him scriptures. He's hiding from uh, selling it down and getting married. He's hiding from taking care of his kids. He's hiding from taking on responsibility of that job. He's hiding from the promotion. He's hiding from getting clean. He's hiding from holiness. And how does he hide? He covered himself in all type of fig leaves. What are those fig leaves today in our society? They are jobs. They are money. They are careers. They are titles. They are women. They are jewelry. They are uh, ministry. They are uh, discipleship uh, classes. See, we can hide in these type of things. These are the fig leaves of our societies. It can be Instagram. These are the fig leaves. See, so we hide ourselves. He hides himself behind these things. Why? Because he's hiding himself from the truth that God is trying to expose him to. See, when God asked Adam, Where are you? He was basically a- asking Adam, Where are you, truth? <laughs> Oh, my God. Come on, Holy Spirit. You got to talk to us because we got to create this role. We got to make sure we start stepping into this holy and divine role called the man. We are beginning to hide ourselves with the fig leaves of our society. And why are we hiding these? I'm telling you, it's because we don't want to step to the truth that God is telling us. God is calling us up out of all of that the truth, but we continue to hide behind our job. We say things like, I'm good. I got me a good job, man. I'm making six figures. I'm a high we hide behind high value man. (laughs) Oh, but I want you to know God has snatched the breath out of a high value man so quick. Tell me he won't do it. God can snap a finger and a high value man breath can end just like that. So you can be a high-value man all you want. But that can't keep your heart beating. i tell you what keeps your heart beating. It's that same breath that looked down in that dirt and uh, created a man. And when he looked at him, he said, he breathed life into him. When he
0: breathed life into him, he just wasn't breathing air into him. He was breathing truth. He was breathing truth. And so when he he stepped out of that truth, that's when he started hiding. Man of God, I want
1: to ask you, what are you hiding from today? What are you scared to be true
0: for? Are you still hiding from telling that woman the truth? Hmm? See, the truth, he strives to always remain in the truth with God and everyone around him.
1: That's what he's striving to be. He's not striving for the things of this world. No, 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 no. He's seeking first the kingdom of God and all his righteousness and all them other things. He's not even worried about it. He's trying to seek God's kingdom. See, and I want you ladies to know a man of God is going to be seeking God's kingdom. Let me oh, let me say this again. A real man of God will be seeking the kingdom of God. That may hurt some feelings. Why? Because we want to be on the throne of a man's mind. But I want you to know, if you are on a throne of a man's mind, that means he's going to be hiding. He's going to start hiding eventually. I would keep them in perfect peace whose mind is stayed
0: on Christ Jesus, not whose mind is stayed on a woman. Ding ding ding. This boxing match just started. <laughs> Remember uh uh motor comeback?
1: Oh, no, Street Fighter.
0: Fight. <laughs>
1: That's what the word of God comes to do. Fight. <laughs> I told you I'd just be having fun. See, his my truth to you will set you free from the bondage of protecting feelings. This truth. That's going to be spoken to you about the man. It's going to set you free from the bondage of your feelings that you are always in. Some of us not in bondage to uh, sex. Some of us are not in bondage to uh, uh, alcohol. Some of us are not in bondage to money or bondage to weed or pills and things like that—deep demonic things. Some of us are just in bondage to our feelings. Your feelings got you in the bondage. Your feelings got you in that dark place.
0: Your feelings. But truth can set you free tonight. If your heart is open, it can set you free tonight. Because when the word of God is being proclaimed,
1: do you understand what it does? It can set you free. It has power to set you free. Can we start watering down the word of God to some feel-good message, to some message that we just be like, oh, that was good? Can we start watering the word of
0: God down to a motivational sermon? No, the word of God is powerful. It's not weak. This gospel that I'm preaching to you today is not weak. Hey, you know you're running from the truth when you're always dodging things.
1: When you're always dodging conversations. Hey, uh, man of God, you know you dodging when she hits you and say, can we talk? <laughs> and you be like, hey, I, 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 I'm going to hit you back. I, I'm going to hit you back. All right. uh, you know what I'm saying? When you get that text message, can we talk? <laughs> and you start, you know that feeling you get inside of you? That means you're running from truth. <laughs> you know, that's the most. That's more. That's a hey, them words are more scary than Freddy Krueger, Jason, and uh, whoever, and all the scariest of uh, all the scariest movies. Those words to a man are very scary. Welcome to the underground, a place to hear the word of God before you go six feet underground. Who am I? Hey, I'm just the voice of one calling now saying repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. When you come in, if you don't mind, please put it on mute because we're recording live. If you don't mind, do that for me. But thank you for coming out to the underground tonight. But those words, when you say those words to a man,
0: it puts fear in our heart. And we talk.
1: Why? Because it starts to make us scramble of truth.
0: But if a man is already in truth, yeah, we can talk. What's up? What we need to talk about? Because
1: he's everything that's going to come out of him is going to be truth. He's not hiding from anything.
0: He's clothed in dazzling robes, not fig leaves, baby. Mm,
1: come on, God. Psalms 25 and verse 5. Psalms 25 and verse 5 says this. It says, guide me in your truth and teach me, for you are God, my Savior, and my hope is in you all day long. I want y'all to see that word play. Guide me in your truth. Don't guide me in what somebody's saying on Instagram. Don't guide me in what the stock market's saying. Don't guide me what the CNN's saying. I don't need to be guiding in that. He said, hey, guide me in your word. Guide me in your truth and teach me.
0: Teach me. A man of God is teachable. He's teachable. He's teachable of the things
1: of God. And then it says, you are my God and my Savior. And my hope is in you all day long. All day long, my hope is in God. All day long, my hope is in God. I'm not putting my hope in my job. I'm not putting my hope in my riches. I'm not putting my hope in my uh bank account. No, sir. No, ma'am. And a man of God will let you know that. My hope don't come from this world. My hope don't come from a promotion to, from my job. My hope don't come on my income taxes. I can't wait to get. Ma'am, I'm not hoping on that. I may not even get it. So why is I'm hoping on that? My hope is not hitting the lick. Shout out to all my gangsters out there.
0: Getting a jug. Selling a dime. Selling a nick. I'm not hoping on these things.
1: Hoping on investments to pop off. Hoping that I get more money. Man, I'm not hoping on these things. My hope is in the Lord all day long. And the only way I can hope in him all day long,
0: if I'm in truth. If I'm in truth, check this out in first
1: Samuel nine and six In first Samuel nine and six, it says, but the servant replied, look in this town, there is a man of God. Oh, man, it's so simple. I love it when he just break it down to us. So simple. I love it when he cut it up for us. Anybody who got children, you know, when the food is kind of heavy for him, you cut it up for him, right? And you make it so easy for them to chew it. That's what God do. That's why we need a preacher. That's why we need somebody to go teach this truth. Because we'll cut it up for you real good. And God is so generous. He'll take the fork and feed it to you. And say, here you go. Here you go. But check this out. He says, look in this town. There is a man of God. He is highly respected. Number one, a man of God is going to be highly respected. And protected wherever he go. Who he protected by? God. Yeah, man of God. Hey, real talk. He, he really don't have to carry for what? Carry for license to carry for what? He protected by God. And if you touch him, you got problems with the divine. Yeah, he highly respected. And he highly respected not because he opened his mouth and be talking. He highly respected because the aura, the truth that he walking in. People feels it. They feel his intensity because he in truth. Truth is a person, baby. Truth is a calling. Truth is a purpose. Truth is a living thing. And they feel it. So he highly respected without even saying nothing. He walk in the room and they feel that truth coming from him. You know, the people like to say these days, he keep it 100. Well, a man of God, that's what he been doing. He don't even have to say he keeping it in 100. He just is 100. That's a man of God. But check this out. He's highly respected and everything he says. Check this out. Everything he says, it says comes true.
0: Oh, my God. See, when he speak, you best believe what he's speaking go come to life. Because he's speaking that word.
1: Everything coming out his mouth, coming from that word, it's in his belly. It's flowing. It's flowing. Oh, this one going to be one of those. I, I, I'm feeling it right now. So this going to be one of those. This going to be one of those. This go. This go play into eternity right here. Yeah, play this when I get into heaven, God, please. Can you play that for me, God? Please. Please, can you play that for me? Yeah. Because I'm, I'm passionate about this. People degrading what a man of God is. They have watered it down to a man of God is somebody who just go to church on Sunday. Man, please. This this role right here is more important than the president. This role right here is more important than your favorite rapper. This role right here is more important than your favorite basketball player, athlete, your favorite sexiest man, your favorite movie character. I don't know, whoever it is. But the man of God is the most important role that God has created in his life.
0: And then comes the woman of God. But we'll talk about that in a couple of weeks. But the man of God. But did y'all hear what it said? It said everything he says come true.
1: When he's speaking, he ain't just talking. When he say he gonna do something, say you best believe it's gonna happen. So if a man of God, if you, if you're with a man of God right now, and he tells you something, hey, you better start preparing yourself. Hey, welcome to the underground, a place to hear the word of God before you go six feet underground. Who am I? I'm just a voice in one calling out saying, Repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. When you come in, if you don't mind, can you play it up, put it on mute for me? Because we're recording live. If you don't mind, when you come in, put it on mute for me. But I appreciate you coming out to the underground. I really do. I really do. If you're just joining us, we're talking about man of God. What is a man of God? In a chat session, you'll see at the beginning of it there's scriptures that you can study over the week. And these are the scriptures we're going over tonight. All right, back to the topic. But a man of God, he's in truth. He's in truth. Everything he says, hey, it's coming true. It's coming true. He said, Hey, we're gonna get a house in 2024. Uh, you you, you better start looking for a house. St- start looking for the front of you. Yeah, yo, yeah, yo, yeah, yeah. Start looking for the boy, stool. Mm-hmm. Start looking for the best. Start going to Kohl's. Start going to Ross. You know, they got some cheap deals. Ross be cheap. Start going there looking for some stuff you can put on layaway because he said it and it's going to come true. Why? Because his hope is in who? God. Well, you sure we can get a house? Because the stock market, they say house is like, the the economy is bad right now. You sure we can do that? He ain't worried about no economy. God is his economy. He don't listen to none of all this foolishness. He ain't listening to none of that. His hope is in God all day long all day long when everything coming to his mind all day long when all this is coming across his eyes all day long when the news is saying this and the news is saying that and people saying this and jobs is saying this and they may have layoffs and oh the economy raising them. oh everything gas is high he ain't worrying about none of that why because his hope is in god all day long this is a lifestyle this is a lifestyle this is a lifestyle he don't take no days off. Every day he lit. Every day he did. Yep, That's a man of God for you. Let me keep on moving and grooving through this word, though. John chapter 4 and verse 24. It said, God is a spirit, and his worshipers must worship in the spirit and in truth. See, a man of God, when he worships God, you have to worship him in spirit, listening to your spirit, and understand it's going to lead you in truth. Why would the spirit of God lead you in confusion?
0: Why would the spirit of God leave you in toxic relationships? Why? A real man of God worships in truth. He can't go to
1: God in falsehood because he's a worshiper. Not with just his mouth, but with his heart. He worship God with his ears. He worship God with his mouth. He worship God with his eyes. He worship God with his heart. He worship God with his feet. What do you mean with his feet? He go places where there's only worship of God going on. He makes sure everything, everything that he do. Do you understand me? He worship God with his body. It is a living sacrifice. Is this, does that mean he he never make a mistake? No, but if he does, hey, he right back up at it. Let me get back in truth with this thing, man. Yeah, I was I was slipping for a little bit. My bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me get back in truth. Why? Because I want to worship. I want to worship a real man of God. That's how he worship God. He not worship these American idols. He's not worshiping American idols. He's not worshiping the idols of this culture. He only worshiped the one true living God. And he do it in truth. He do it in truth. You can't come to him with no falsehood and no lies. Yeah, he spot that out like a sniper. You feel me? He like a Navy SEAL sniper. So when you come in from miles away, he see all that falsehood coming in. And what he do? Pow! Ah, snap him away. Quick. Blown. Out of there hey check this out y'all in john chapter 8 and verse 31 john chapter 8 and verse 31 it says to the jews who had believed in him jesus says if you hold on to my teaching you are really my disciples see a man of god and he holding on to jesus teaching Uh oh they go they go that name that we kind of you know jesus Let me go on here and lift that name up real quick. Jesus. Let me go on and let these demons know who I'm representing.
0: Jesus.
1: Let me let America know who I represent. Jesus. Let me let them demons know. Jesus. That's the teachings I'm
0: holding on to. I'm not holding on to my ancestors' teaching. I'm not holding on to some Egyptian teaching. I'm not holding on to King a King this, King
1: that. I'm not holding on to none of those teachings. I'm not holding on to the monks teaching. I'm not holding on to some old Chinese man teaching. What's wrong with us? Come on now, what's wrong? Like real talk, what's wrong with us? We listening to some old man uh, waiting across the, I be seeing this stuff. I be like, what? We holding on to they teachers more than Jesus.
0: And he, he the truth. He, 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 he raised from the grave. These people dead. They worm food. Yeah, I
1: want, yeah, worm food. We'll hold on to a man's teaching more than we hold on to Jesus' teachings. But it shows us, it's being revealed who really Jesus' disciples. That's all it is. You go know who Jesus' disciples is. Because they go hold on to that teaching. And that's what a man of God does. Woman, woman of God, I want you to know that that is what he's gonna hold on to. I don't, he's too religious to me. No, he's just holding on to Jesus teaching. He's too holy. He don't know how to have no fun. You know, I want somebody who have a little fun. No, he just holding on to Jesus teachings. You see how we water it down? See how we like to water down the man of God? We like to water him down. And I'm telling you, you're going to have to be strong to hold on to Jesus teaching, man of God, in this culture. I'm just letting you know. I'm just letting you know. It's going to be tough. Oh, yeah, it's going to be tough. It's going to be one of the hardest things you got to do. But it's so rewarding. And then he said in verse 32, then you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. See, when you in truth, you free from lies. You free from bondage. You free from all that sin. You free from chaos. You free from toxic. You free. You free from all that. You free from your own insecurities. You are free. Why? Because you have embodied truth. You went to the tailor
0: and he has measured you for truth. And truth look good on you it looks good yeah yeah when you
1: look in the mirror and you see truth that's what you you you, you just feel it i be feeling like the man when I walk through. why because you walking in truth because you walking in truth i'm not feeling like the man when i walk through because i got this or i got this on i'm driving this so i live here or i got this in my bank now i feel it like this because i'm walking in truth Everybody know who I am. Everybody gonna understand what I stand for. Everybody gonna know what I claim. And I know I may have people walk away from me, but as long as I'm living in my truth, I'm at peace. I'm at peace about that. John 16 and verse 13. See, I told you, we just flowing through the scriptures. This, I told you, see, we, we, we flowing straight through the scriptures. All this coming straight from the word of God. Some of y'all, I know. all Some of y'all, y'all fool right now. You may have to get some paper plate and some foil, and you may have to take some of this home. <laughs> see a man, of, hey, let me see <laughs> a man of God, so he ain't sneaking paper plates out. Y'all, y'all better stop doing that. Y'all better stop doing that. You better repent if you stealing plates. Go put this in the car real quick. <laughs> oh, who done that before? Raise your hand. You know you done that. It. Say, like, God, I'm sorry. I was being greedy. But check this out in John chapter 16 and verse 13. It says, but when he, the spirit of truth, I told you that he was a person. He a person. He a per- when he, the spirit of truth come, he will guide you into all truth. I just, oh, thank you for verifying it. I told you the truth ain't gonna guide you into some perversion. Some of us be sitting up there. I thank God He He sent him my way. Man, God sent her my way. He sent fornication your way? <laughs> he sent a freak your way? Okay. Oh, uh, okay. Come on now. We <laughs> he, he sent you to the strip club to be there? Oh, uh, okay, okay. But that's where we at. Our minds have been so tainted, you know. And people that we glorify, you know what I'm saying? Who They just say God. So we be like, yeah, yeah, God. You, God working mysterious ways. Uh, no, he don't. He's clear about his ways. There ain't nothing mysterious about God. He out in the open with it. He, he let you know what he believe in, what he is, what he about. Come on now. We got to let we <laughs> Come on. God, he leading us in all truth, y'all. And look, that's why we gotta strive. We all in places right now. Everybody, every me, everybody is in places where we know I gotta get to truth in this area in my life. I, I'm lying to myself. We some of us not even lying to people. We just lying to ourselves. That's why we still uh, putting up TBTs. <laughs> we just lying to ourselves, you know. Some some of us. That's why we got filters. We just lying. You know, come on. We got to get in truth about... Some, I'm just messing with you. We got to get into truth about some things. You know? When are you going to post, post some new pictures? I want you to post some... matter To practice truth, I want all your pictures to be new and without filters. <laughs> well, I ain't there yet. I I ain't there yet. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> All right, let me keep on saying, he will not speak on his own. He will speak only what he hears and he will tell you what is yet to come. That's what truth does, y'all. That's what truth does. Truth is so beautiful. It's so beautiful. In John 17 and verse 17, it said, sanctify them by the truth. Well, what is that then? How can I be sanctified in the truth? What well, John seventeen and seventeen tells tell us that your word is truth his word when you begin right now you are being washed in the word of god which is truth so you are progressing right now you are taking steps to begin a life of living in truth because you have made a
0: decision to sit up under the word of god tonight you have to make a decision to live for truth
1: it just doesn't come all day you have to make decisions. That's why, I'm, why are we so quick to become CEOs and you haven't become a CEO of your life? How about making the CEO decisions, a boss
0: decision over your life? Your life is going bankrupt. So what you think your business may do? Ding,
1: ding, ding. That, that, that's round two. That's round two. Go over there in the corner.
0: Cut me, Mick. Cut me,
1: <laughs> it's a battle i told you the boxing match okay this is creed five <laughs> all right hey ephesians chapter four and verse 25 check out what it says y'all therefore each of you must put out falsehood that's what a man of god has to be doing some of you guys right now you know what you at you in falsehood it's, hey, I want to encourage you. Hey, let's start getting up out of that falsehood. What do you mean by that? You, if you can't afford it, hey, let's get up out of falsehood. Let's go ahead and get us a real regular Hyundai. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay if you can't afford that big house. Let's go ahead and get us a, let's get us a towel home. Huh? Let's take it back to the old days. Let's, we might have to get a duplex, but I'm going to be in truth. I, I can't take you there this week. Uh-uh. I can't do vacation. I'm in truth now. I can't be uh spending this and then paying this back and then I got to swipe this card and I can't do this. I, I can't eat the whole week because I
0: took you out here. Why? Because I'm in falsehood. I want the man of God.
1: You know you've been called by God. Why? Because right now your heart is beating so fast, it's on fire. That is the Holy Spirit trying to tug at you. He's trying to encourage you. Hey, put off that falsehood. Put off that falsehood. Let everybody know what you really is. Put off falsehood. Whatever you're saying to that woman, put off that falsehood. Speak truth. And and when you speak truth, I want you to know it may be some sacrifices for that. See, Jesus was the truth and guess what it sacrificed him? His life. They hated him so much because he spoke truth. So I want you to know when you begin to live this truth,
0: I want you to know it may be people that hate you. It may be people who walk away from you. It may be people who want to crucify you. Or coming out of that falsehood and
1: start living in truth of what God is calling you to be. But then he say, hey, those who come after me, pick up my cross. You, you, you may have to do that. And then it says, hey, it says, therefore, each of you must put on falsehood and speak truthfully to your neighbor. Now, this is not talking about go outside and go knock on your uh, door and start uh, your neighbor's door. No, no, no. Your neighbor is, is, is your wife. Your neighbor is your boo, your your girlfriend right now. Your neighbor is your kids. If you're not coming Friday, why did you say that? If you're not going to send no money, why did you say that? If you can't pay that, why did you say that? These are the simple things. These are the small steps.
0: The truth. If you can't be honest to her, why are you saying that? Just go ahead and be true. You may lose it, but hey, at least you're stepping in truth. At least you're stepping in truth. And your mind will be at peace. Your mind will start being at peace. You don't
1: have to hide your phone no more. The pillow is not your uh, pillow. The phone is your pillow. Why? Because you, you sleep. <laughs> Look, you know you're in <laughs> Let me stop. I'm not gonna get nobody in trouble because somebody gonna be like,
0: you know what? He has been sleeping with his uh, phone
1: under his pillow. <laughs> so let me not get nobody in trouble. I was wondering. I was like, what phone? Oh, okay. So yeah, when you in truth, you you can just leave. You know, your
0: wife. You hey, baby? Let me see your phone. Here you go. Right. That's, that's what truth does and sets you free from being scared. Think
1: about it. When a man has to lie, it reverts him back to being a little boy.
0: He hasn't put away those childish things. You don't have to lie. Why are you lying? I, I used to struggle with this so
1: bad, y'all. I did. I used to struggle just lying. Why are you lying? Where you about to go? I'm about to go over here to uh uh here and then I'm gonna go. I just like why did I even uh, (laughs) why I say that? What you eat today? Man, I ate this and and didn't even eat. It's just when you start to lie, these these little lies, I'm telling you, your life begins to be falsehood. It's a spirit that comes over you. That's why you just lie for nothing. It's a spirit now that's
0: operating you, and only truth can drive that out. Only truth can drive that out. You know? Second Timothy in two. Second Timothy in two, y'all. Let me see what we had right quick. No, so he's always
1: dividing the word and truth, y'all. He's always in his word. He handles the word with truth. He's studying this word to speak the truth. That's what a man of God is doing. All right? A man of God, he must repent of his sins and have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ.
0: Can we please get back to letting people know? That is the standard that God put out there. I know we wish
1: God would have did, you know, a lot of us, our hearts, our minds, our feelings wish that, you know, he would have did it this way and that way. But this is his standard. Just like our jobs. See, I don't know why we don't get uh, mad at our jobs when they set standards. When they tell you, you have to take this drug test in order to uh, work here. When they tell you, you have to take these classes in order to work here. You have to go through this orientation in order to work here. You need to go get a TB test before you work here. We apply, we, 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 we obedient to it. When John 14, six, it says, Jesus answers. I'm the way, the truth and the life. No one comes to the father except through me. That is the
0: standard in order to be in the kingdom of God. Why are we arguing with that? That owner of your, your corporation that you're working with, he set a standard. You, you 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 accept that. But our hearts are so hardened towards the standards of God. A man of God understands, hey, hey, I have to have a personal relationship with Jesus, man. I have to. In Acts chapter 2 and verse 38, it says,
1: Peter replied, Repent. And be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins. And you will receive the gift of the Holy
0: Spirit. What are we going to do with these scriptures? You can't keep sweeping them under the rug.
1: You can't keep sweeping it up under the refrigerator like you used to do when your mama told you to
0: sweep the kitchen. No, 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 you can't keep doing that. We gotta we gotta handle up on these scriptures. See, we got a lot of people
1: running from these scriptures. Welcome to the underground, a place to hear the word of God before you go six feet underground. Who am I? I'm just the voice of one calling now saying, repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Acts 2 and 38. That's where we at. But we got people running from these divine scripture. This is the truth, right here, y'all. We can't keep running from it. We gotta let people know. In Romans chapter 10 and verse 9. If you declare with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. What are we going to do with these scriptures? I know everybody coming into new new knowledge. Again, I keep saying, every day I look on these, you know, I try to do my studying of the culture. Everybody's eyes is open. Everybody got three eyes and four eyes and five eyes. Everybody got six ears now. Everybody hearing from something. Everybody went back to you know the ancestors and they they lit sage and they they had a a, a a session with them and all these type of things. We we hearing all these type of things, but we just ignoring this scripture. We ignoring the scripture that says hey, you got to repent of your sins and turn to Jesus. The ancestors didn't tell you that. <laughs> they telling you everything else. They telling you to move to Africa. They ain't telling you to repent of them sins in America. Cause when you get to Africa, you still gonna have to repent of them sins. When you go to that pyramid, you still gonna have to repent. I, I, I'm just letting you know. But you see what we doing? We hiding. We're still running from truth. That's what we. So we went
0: to consciousness, and we cover that up with with books. Man, you read that book, man? Yeah, it talks about the
1: the embodiment of the the ancestors that they used to, you know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah, bro, for real. Read this, King. Read this, King. Read what? Have you read just repent? For the kingdom of heaven? That's the only thing I need to read right
1: now. I'm trying to repent. I don't need to read nothing about that. I, I need to repent trying to get my life my mind needs to be right i need to be washed Read this man for real bro i'm trying to tell you five percenters bro hey everybody out here they sleep their eyes are closed but i'm telling you once you open up your fifth eye bro i'm telling you even though it may have boogers in there and everything like that but i'm telling you open up your fifth eye because i I'll be like i don't i don't even know what a fifth eye is what where, where is that at i don't even see two eyes when i look in the mirror so i i, I really don't and they point to the middle of their head what that's a pimple. That's a pimple, I see. That's a pimple. But anyway, <laughs> I'm, I'm just, I'm so tired of us running from what God is telling us. And we gravitate to these things. Why? Because we really don't want to change our lifestyles. Let's be real. We really ain't trying to uh, stop being a freak. We ain't trying to get up out this fornication. We ain't trying to uh, chase, uh, stop chasing money. So we accept, we say, hey, I like, oh, I like that. I like that. See, they ain't calling me up out of sin. And they not trying to say I need to stop seeing my baby. He not saying I need to stop seeing all the females I got. I don't got to stop going to the strip club. I like that, man. He he, deep, bro. He deep, bro. For real, I'm telling you, cuz, bro, deep, dog. Bro, deep, cuz. Hey, I'm going to send it to you tonight, too. Listen to it. I'm telling you, hey, they out here playing tricks on you. No, your own mind is playing tricks on you. And guess who sent that strong delusion? God. Yeah, it ain't the devil. Since you want to be disobedient and since the man of God or what you've been called to do, and that's be in truth, since you don't want to come to truth, God is going to let you live in that delusion. So, we can stop saying the devil out here got people food. No, God sends people a strong delusion. You might say, What did I say that? Is? Let me go ahead and look that up real quick because I hear some spirits right now. Like, what do what, what you mean? I got you. Hold right, on, right quick. I'm going to look that word up real quick. I'm almost done too, y'all. I'm, I'm going to let it. I told y'all we're doing two uh, chapters. We're going to do two uh, sessions. So, be back here next week. I'm telling you because t- we got to finish this stuff. We got to sing it. In 2 Thessalonians. 2 Thessalonians, chapter 2, in uh, verse 11. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me go ahead.
0: I love it when God go ahead and break it down for us. Okay. And let me going to start it. I'm going to start it. Just a moment, y'all. I'm getting up. It's loading right now. I'm gonna start off at verse nine. Even him whose coming
1: is after the working of Satan, with all power and sounds and lying wonders. You see what I'm saying? So we start to believe in all these type of different powers and different signs and lying wonders. That's the working of Satan. Okay. In verse ten, it says, "And with all deceiving of unrighteousness in them that perish, because they receive." not the love of the truth bring it back then Holy Spirit because they receive not the love of truth, that they might be saved and for this cause, God should send them strong delusions that they should believe a lie. there you go so that to them spirits out there who don't think is God sends you that strong del- is God sending you to them instagrams like that? That's why you follow him like that. You don't want to believe that he sent his only begotten son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish, but for have everlasting life. You don't want to believe that. That's the man. Somebody wrote that. That ain't no, That ain't, I don't believe in that. Them white folks wrote that. You, just, since you want to talk like that to this undisputed holy word of God. You want to talk like that to word of God's word.
0: He said, you know what? I'm going to send a strong delusion now to you. That's the most scariest place to be. We thinking we we scared of y'all scared of war, y'all scared
1: what man can do to the body? Y'all scared what man can do to us? I'm scared of the holy creator of this world to send a strong delusion. Well, I believe the lie. That's why some of y'all, that's why y'all believe everything he
0: say. Uh oh. Oh my god. You you didn't want to worship. God, you wanted to worship a man.
1: Yeah, as soon as you got that man, you start worshiping God, and you say, oh, you start worshiping man. And now you believe in every lie that he say." Hey, baby, I told you, hey, These these scriptures, they bang harder than a cripple of blood. (laughs) They didn't count more bodies than a cripple of blood. I promise you that. These scriptures, they they, they don't play no game. I ain't even trying to play no games. (laughs) Oh, man. Oh, man. But I'm going to end it off. You know what? I think that's a good note. That's a good way to end this thing off, man.
0: Yeah, see, man of God. When you run from truth like that, man. When you stop standing in truth. When you stop listening to truth. When you stop loving truth. When you stop accepting truth.
1: I want you to know God starts to send you a strong delusion. hmm Let me read that one more time. Oh, this is a powerful verse, y'all. man. Even him who's coming is after the working of Satan with all powers and signs and liars and wonders. See, it may come in a person. They come with all these wonders. They come with all these signs. You'd be so amazed. But it ain't nothing but a delusion.
0: It ain't nothing but a delusion.
1: Why? Because you hated truth. You hated Jesus. The sound of his name makes you kind of disturbed.
0: The sound of his names gets you kind of, you start itching. It ain't the tide, it's the conviction. You start itching, you
1: start fumbling, you start rumbling around because that name is calling you the truth. And you run so far from it. I want you to know you a runner, you
0: a track star. You can run from God, but you won't get far. You better ask Cousin Jonah. Some of us need to ask God tonight, God, please,
1: please forgive me for running from truth. Please, dear God, forgive me for running from truth. Please, dear God, forgive me for hating truth. Please, and God, give me the strength and open my eyes up so I won't be in this delusion anymore.
0: I may lose people, I may have to sacrifice some things, dear God. But from here on out, God, can you please help me live in truth?
1: I'm not worried about anybody else, dear God. I don't care if other people are lying. I don't care if people are lying to me. I want to start living in truth. From here on out, God, I want to be honest with you. I'm taking the first step, God. I just want to be honest with you. God, I'm a freak. God, I like weed. God, I like the Hennessy. God, I like it. I
0: like I like going to the clubs, God. I like the strip club. I like it. Be honest with him. Help me, God. Help me get out of this falsehood. Help me get out from this strong delusion. In Jesus name. Amen. Hey Thank you for coming
1: out to the underground, a place to hear the word of God before you go six feet underground. Who am I? Man, I'm nobody. I'm just the voice of one calling out saying, hey, the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Hey, invite somebody next week, man. We're going to do uh, chapter two of this, man. I, I, I really, I just had to stay on truth. So we'll do this next week. I pray that I can see you, Lord willing. I pray that you be in here next week. God bless everybody. Everybody's saying my name. I'm just the voice. I don't. <laughs> okay, so... <laughs> let me look up. He got Instagram. Huh? What does his wife look like? <laughs> I'm just the force of what I the saying repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand.
0: Thank y'all for coming out to the underground. Y'all be blessed.